From the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Well, today we're going to begin looking at a new word in our series on the wonderful words of salvation. It is the word redemption. And the word redemption is, uh, we're going to look at 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 18 through 21. The Bible says this, For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers. It's not your grandma's faith that saved you. We were redeemed, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world. That was election. God made a choice before we came into existence how he would redeem us, not by our works, but by Christ, but was manifest in these last times for you, who by him do believe in God, that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory, that your faith and hope might be in God. Now, the word redemption is found all throughout the Bible. Um, the word redeem is found 40 times, redeem 61, redemption 20, over, over 120 times we find in the Bible. And, and we, can, we can say without exaggeration that redemption is the great outstanding theme of the Bible. The Bible is a book of redemption. This is a truth that runs through the Bible uh, like that proverbial red uh, scarlet strand or red river of the blood of Christ that um, that runs from Genesis to Revelation. In every, in, in all throughout the Bible, from the beginning to the end, you find God in one way or another r- revealing uh, the, and presenting the truth of redemption. Uh, in promise and type in the Old Testament, and in fulfillment, thank God, in fulfillment in the New Testament. Now, what does the word redemption mean? Um, ordinarily, the, the word means, whether in, in our usage or in biblical meaning, uh, it means to buy back or to purchase something that has been forfeited. You lost something. And uh, it, it means to set free. It means to liberate. Um, it speaks of redeeming as in freeing somebody from slavery or to deliver or deliver somebody like from grave danger to save a life. Um, perhaps you, you, you had something and you lost it and, and then uh, you went and, and uh, maybe you lost it at the pawn shop and uh, your grandfather's watch and they put it up for sale. But somehow you, uh, you didn't get it out of hawk from the pond, but you was able to go and buy it back before they sold it to somebody else. That's, that's what was, redemption speaks about. Now, back in, in Bible times, the nation of Israel, if a man uh, fell into debt or fell into uh, uh, difficult circumstances, he could mortgage his property. If that wasn't enough to satisfy the claims against his creditor, he could even mortgage his own life, his, his own labor, his strength, his ability, his physical powers. He could sell himself into slavery or bondage, we might say, until his debt was paid. And sometimes... He would find himself in a condition where there was no hope of ever being released. But the Bible says this, that after that he is sold, he may be redeemed again. Maybe he could not come up with the money to pay off his debt, and so he was hopelessly enslaved. 
but somebody else could. He had a brother, often would be the case, that could redeem uh, his, his, this, this man. In most situations, if a man got himself into this trouble, it was impossible to get himself out. The only way would be if he suddenly fell, uh, became the heir to some great estate. Or he had a rich relative who cared enough about him to take up for him and meet the light, his, his need. So in the Bible, we have this, the, the, um, the truth, uh, a, pre, a presentation of redemption in the kinsman redeemer. You see this most clearly throughout the book of Ruth. And that, that was the, what, the person who paid off his kinsman's debt was called the kinsman redeemer. And that person in the scripture is a type of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Hebrew word is goel. And he, th that word comes before, to us long before the nation of Israel comes on the scene. Even in the book of Job, which is the oldest book uh, as far, not chronologically, but the oldest book uh, as far as when it was first written in the Bible, you read of the kinsman redeemer. Job said, I know that my redeemer, my goel, liveth and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. So um, we forfeit our, our, our property, our lives. Somebody comes along that can pay off the mortgage and redeem it. And when we think of a man in need of redemption, we know that we are sinners, that we are sold. We have a sin debt that we cannot pay. And it was, that's our fault, not God. In fact, the Bible says you have sold yourself for naught and you shall be redeemed without money. You're not going to buy your way into heaven no matter how many offerings you give, no matter how many candles you burn. Okay, so don't buy into those indulgences that the priest is selling you. And, and so we are sold under judgment. Uh, and so in, in the Old Testament. Now, in the New Testament, uh, we come to uh, redemption through the, and see the kinsman redeemer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in the New Testament, redemption is presented to us in three different ways, okay? It's first presented as redemption from judgment, from the guilt of sin through the, uh, through the blood of Jesus Christ and his atonement. But that's, that's not all of it. It is not only the will of God that we should re be redeemed from the, from the judgment of sin, but from the power of sin. So we can be redeemed from not just um, the payment of our sin, but sin no longer has to rule and reign in our lives. God has redeemed us in such a way so that we no longer have to continue in sin. And that's through the indwelling Christ, through the risen Christ working in the power of the Holy Spirit who makes Christ real to us in our daily lives. All right, so there is a work whereby Christ redeems us from the penalty of sin, but now he redeems us from the power of sin because he indwells us by his spirit, giving us victory over the flesh to walk in newness of life with him. And then there's a third aspect of redemption, and that is the redemption of the body. It speaks of the resurrection. I've been redeemed as far as my soul is concerned if I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. And I am daily being redeemed from sin's power if I am walking uh, in the fullness of of the Holy Spirit and by his guidance. Um, but, I, but I'm still, I live in this body of flesh and I need a glorious body where my vile body will be fashioned like to his. And that's the, the, the body, uh, redemption of the body in the resurrection. That will be from the very presence of sin permanently from all of, when we get to heaven, 
sin will have no presence whatsoever in our life, hold no power. Now, right now, we can walk in the spirit-filled life and be free from the power of sin. But so often, we don't walk in the spirit, we walk in the flesh. And there's coming a day when this flesh, this corruption puts on incorruption, this mortality puts on immortality, and we have a, a glorious body fashioned like unto his, Jesus, and the presence of sin will be permanently banished from our lives. So, uh, we are delivered and re we are redeemed from the penalty of sin, we are redeemed from the power of sin, and one day we shall be re redeemed from any presence of sin, Okay. And now we're, there's going to be some wonderful um, pictures of deliverance and redemption um, in the Bible. We're going to look at those as we go along. We'll begin this next week in the broadcast. Uh, but just want to give you those, those, those three views of redemption, what redemption is, and three different aspects of, our, uh, of how redemption works in our life. It's more than just the penalty of sin. It is the power of sin and the presence of sin in the future. So I hope that's a help to you, and we're going to come back and look at this um, next week on the broadcast, continuing on these wonderful words of salvation. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search From the Poorhouse to the Palace. From the poor